Welcome to Handcrafting Your Retirement with Brett Ramsey from Artisan Wealth Strategies. In this podcast, we help retirees as well as those who are considering retirement overcome generic wealth management advice that limits your future. We do this by handcrafting customized financial strategies centered on your unique lifestyle. Jump on board for this journey where we delve into strategies that can help make your money outlast you as Brett draws from years of experience with guest experts to eliminate cookie cutter saving strategies. Welcome to Handcrafting Your Retirement with your host, Brett Ramsey, where we talk about what you want in retirement and how to make it happen. I'm Wendy McConnell. Hey there, Brett. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you today, Wendy? I'm good. So we have a we have a guest. You've invited someone to spend some time with us. Yes, you know that uh, even though I enjoy the sound of my voice, um, I'm not sure that everybody wants to hear me all the time. And one of, of the things that we we're do. Oh, you know, well, you know, I, I'm, I'm very proud of that. I, I enjoy that. You striking my ego every so often here, Wendy, <laughs> on this thing. But really, you know, the whole point of handcrafting your retirement is to try to help uh, our listeners and our clients and, and our prospective clients really understand what are the key components that go into uh, building a successful uh, and confident retirement. You know, we talk all the time about retirement is, is this transition period of time for a lot of people where they're leaving the workforce. And there's a lot of things that start to change. They've been accumulating wealth for so many years, and now they're starting to use that wealth to provide retirement income. And, and it shifts the game on them, changes the rules quite a bit. And one of the areas in particular that we see a massive shift is in, is in their tax thinking, because so much of their tax planning up until this point has just been part of their payroll deduction process, where maybe they fill out one form and they haven't really had to think about it a lot. And you know, as we've talked about, income in retirement comes from so many different places and sources. And our job is to try to really knit those things together into a comprehensive plan to allow people to kind of, you know, as our, our statement says, figure out how and when to retire. And I always say, make sure their money lasts at least one day longer than they do. But we, we need to help them understand all those different places that it comes from. And, and ultimately, that has led us over the years to do a lot of tax planning for people. And I always stress the word planning, not strictly preparation. We've got to talk about the planning aspects of that. And last year, I actually heard uh, our guest today, Roger, speak and, and got a chance to examine and, and test out uh, his product uh, at Holista Plan. And, and just was really blown away by the simplicity and what it provided for our clients. And so I really wanted to have him on today to so that our our customers and prospects could hear directly from him about kind of uh, the origin uh, of, of this company and his product and, and how he sees it working. And then, you know, just chatting today about the impact that we feel that this is having, because there's been so many rules changes in the last few years for people with Secure Act now and Secure Act 2.0, and it's hard for people to keep up with it. So really, that is the whole reason why I wanted to dedicate this episode to this topic and, and really just uh, uh, introduce Roger here and, and, and talk to him a little bit. So with that, Roger, just give us a little bit of a background on yourself and tell us a little bit about your company. Thanks, Brett. And thanks for having me on, on, the, on the show. Yeah, I, I started Holista Plan as a midlife crisis. I was a financial advisor, just like you. I, our, the firm I was in was very heavy on, on planning, financial planning, and we did a lot of tax planning as well. And um, but I, while I believe that financial advisory work and financial planning work is a noble, I really believe it's a noble profession, helping people make the best possible decisions, especially in these transition times of their lives, is incredibly valuable and is, and is important work in our, in our society. It wasn't 
it wasn't right for me for the rest of my life. And so I, I left the, the business after about 10 years and started a software company. And But I wanted to take everything I knew about financial planning, about tax planning, and put some tools in the hands of other advisors to help them reach more and more uh, clients and to help them deliver richer financial planning to their clients. And yes, the, the product is primarily devoted to tax planning, which is where we're going to do our talking today. And, and that's what the, that's what it does, that our software allows advisors like you to upload a, a client tax return. I hope any I hope any clients or prospective clients out there are, are realizing that like if your advisor's not at least making it available, the service to look at your tax return, that's a that's a problem because your tax return and your taxes are so integrated into the entirety of your financial plan that has to be part of the conversation. And we enable advisors to do that. So an advisor takes a financial, sorry, takes a tax return. They can upload it into our system and our system gives them some insights to to start the conversation about some of the things you were talking about, how they make how clients make better tax decisions going forward. Well, I'm, I'm glad that you mentioned that process of this because uh, we've done this with some of our clients. Like I said, we launched it kind of in what I call a beta test mode last year to kind of make sure we knew what we were doing with it because it is a, a, a powerful process. And and I think for some people, it's scary, right? Like uh, I hate to say it is that you say the word taxes and you say the word tax return, those things come out of your mouth and people get edgy. They get nervous. It's It's like a it's like, Ooh, it's almost like voodoo or something. Like there's going to be strange, like, you know, doll over there and there somebody in the IRS is poking pins in you or something crazy. Yes. And, and, and what I always try to tell people is it's not, it's math, it's rules. It's a series of rules that have been created, but we, we need to know how to use those rules for you. And yep. it does start with that simple process of getting last year's tax return in, in a, in a fairly simple format. Now it's a simple PDF and, and we have a secure way on our website and, and way to communicate that information. So we're not asking our clients to give us, you know, uh, you know, things floating around on the internet. They're going to give away their privacy and things like that. We've really worked on that. And then we upload that document into, into your toolkit. And, and, you know, from there, you, you guys do the analysis, right? You go through the tax return in a very systematic way and identify the various areas that generate the tax uh, needed. All right. And so that's one of the things, can you maybe just talk about, and I think, you know, we say taxes, but it really encompasses a lot of different things. There's a lot of different kinds of taxes that your tax return actually uh, covers. So can, can you maybe walk through some of those parts and how you you look at those different pieces? Absolutely. And, and related to this is I'm going to highlight something you were talking about earlier, which is just the emotional energy that it, that surrounds the tax return. I mean, when you think about what a tax return is, it is basically we as taxpayers, and I'm in this too, I'm paying taxes too, like all of us, we get to prepare our own invoice for the biggest expense, likely for most of us, the biggest expense we have every year. We have to prepare our own invoice. Every other bill I get, they send me the invoice and I like, will write a check and pay it. We have to prepare our own invoice, right? And the tax document itself, let's be honest, is not designed by the people at Apple who design beautiful, you know, consumer friendly things. The tax return is a nightmare, a design nightmare. Okay. And so it's scary. It's frightening, especially for people who don't, you know, they look at a tax return, they don't know what's going on in there. And so just even before we talk about the planning element, the, the value that you as an advisor are bringing, just the ability to demystify what's going on on this invoice, let's call it what it is, a horribly designed invoice, you being able to help demystify what's happening there is incredibly valuable to, to, to clients. 
Okay, so kudos to you for helping people through that. Um, and you were asking, okay, what are the types of taxes that are embedded in with that? And that's a great question. Because again, if even if I flip through every single page of my tax return, you know what's not on that tax return anywhere? What is your percent tax bracket? It's not on the document anywhere. It's nowhere written down. Furthermore, how does ordinary income get taxed versus capital gains get taxed? How do your marginal brackets kick in at certain levels of income? There's something called the net investment income tax, which was designed um, in the early 2000s to pay for uh, the Affordable Care Act. Um, and that's related to investment income, but only if your other income is above a $250,000 threshold. It goes deeper and deeper and deeper. And so for clients, that's challenging. And, and, that, and that's why it's scary. And, and so what do we do? We just like, I filled it out. And I don't want to think about it again until April of next year. But there's a huge opportunity missed there because embedded within each of those types of taxes that you're paying are opportunities to potentially save taxes, to optimize. And so having a guide, having a financial advisor like you to guide, first of all, explain what's going on. That's that's valuable in and of itself. But then to guide people through, what are your opportunities? Okay, this is how capital gains work. Did you realize that we could have sold another $10,000 worth of gains and not paid any tax on it because you're in this certain bracket? That can happen. That's the area where an advisor can really guide a client through to make really good near-term tactical decisions. And then there's longer-term strategic type decisions, especially around the, the time of retirement, which I hope we get a chance to talk about because those are important as well. Well, absolutely. I'm, I'm uh, we've done a lot of surveying with our existing customers to understand uh, quite simply why, why do you, why do you do business with us? Like, what is it about us? And, and when you were talking about that, I, I like to use it. There's almost this language and my wife is an accountant, so I can say this. My father was an accountant and, uh, uh, Wendy and our listeners may have heard this story before, but when I was a senior in high school and I was trying to figure out what I was going to be when I grew up, my dad sat me down and he, he said, I said, he goes, what are you going to do? And I said, I don't know, dad. And he goes, I go, what should I do? And he goes, well, you're good at math and science. He goes, so that means you can be one of two things. And I said, what are those two things, dad? He said, well, you can be an accountant or you can be an engineer. And I said, well, which one are you again, dad? And he goes, I'm an accountant. I go, great. I'm going to be an engineer. Because I did not want to be an accountant because it did not seem exciting. It did not seem like something that I wanted to do. And so when our clients, and, and as I did happen to then go be a rocket scientist, which I do believe is infinitely more exciting than being an accountant, but I was wrong. It was actually more boring. Um, and uh, uh, But what I think happens, though, is that these mathematical concepts that you're talking about, and you use words about like marginal tax brackets and capital gains versus ordinary income. And then we have passive income that's 1099 versus W-2 and all these different things. It's a language in and of itself that, quite frankly, only a handful of people in our country really speak well. And so when we talk to our clients about, hey, why did you choose Brett? Why did you choose Artisan? They always say a very similar thing. He takes complicated ideas and makes them simple. And so as I was talking through this with, with our staff, I said, hey, you know, we're kind of like a Rosetta Stone of sorts where we take these complex things and we translate them into things that people can really understand. So that's what I love about your process, right? Is once again, we take this information, but before the year's over, because you said it's an invoice and, and to me, it's an annual invoice. So it's yes. the sum total of all the things that happened when last year, right? So we get serious about it typically after all the 
documents start arriving in the first week of February. But the reality is it's over. It's a it's it's past. It's happened already. So that's why what we what we've done with our process is we're using your tool in, in the middle of the year. Not yes. at the end of it. So we still have time left in this year to impact this year's invoice, so to speak, in your language there. I love that. What's going to happen before it's over so that we can make changes to the results so that next year when we get ready to file and communicate those results, like you said, we are responsible for submitting our own documentation to the government about how we interpret this, right? And sign off on our own tax returns that what we send them, we're confident that we know what it is and that we're, we're getting, and I always say we give unto Caesars that with Caesars. I'm a taxpayer. I believe in our federal government doing well with our money, but I want to give them just only as much as I have to, not more. Right. So that's why I want to be well prepared for that. So, you know, you were talking about that transition period of time and those things. So what are kind of maybe some of the key milestones in life or some of the, the cases that you've seen where you, people have been kind of almost a little surprised at some of the changes in impact that really making these adjustments. I, where, where are the big wins that you're seeing? Well, um, I was glad at the beginning of the, the show, you, you, you mentioned that you focus a lot on, or, or we're talking to lots of people in that retirement transition phase, because that is a critical phase from a tax planning perspective. I think you're right. In the accumulation phase, especially if we're you know, earning W-2 income or we own a business. I mean, businesses have their own optimization elements to them. But once we hit retirement, we do hit a patch of some really important decisions and changes to our tax landscape that are worth uh, working with an advisor to make sure we navigate properly. So if I kind of work backwards from oldest to youngest, um, there's often a time when you're in a two-spouse two household and you lose one spouse. That That happens. And Suddenly, you go from married filing jointly to a single taxpayer, and that changes your brackets pretty significantly. When, in fact, uh, a lot of times your your income or your the, your assets were no different from what they were right before one spouse died, and so that's something that creates potentially people getting kicked up into a higher bracket that they weren't in before and didn't anticipate being in before. Uh, if I march earlier in time, there's when we start having to take required minimum distributions. So. That's when you're required to take money out of all those retirement accounts we've been funding year after year after year. Many times we got a deduction when we put money in. Well, the government wants their money out eventually. So you got to pay when you take the money out. Um, there's some opportunities, uh, depending on when people take Social Security. Um, and there's also opportunities so that that tax implications of taking Social Security impacts people. At age 70 and a half, people can start donating directly to charity from their retirement accounts or IRAs and not paying tax on that. And so you start to mix all those things together. Well, I guess the last piece is there's a lot of times that a number of years between retirement and when all those new income things start coming online, when a lot of uh, retirees are in a very low tax bracket, an abnormally low tax bracket, that will eventually bump up again once they start getting these other sources of income. You mush all that together and it creates a lot of interesting uh pitfalls isn't the right way to, it's a lot of opportunities, I think, to optimize if you're making the right decisions and you're working with an advisor who kind of knows how to navigate some of these, pulling these levers. Um, so those are great examples. And I'll tell you one thing, one thing we didn't talk about when it comes to reviewing the tax return, it's kind of the last piece of it. So we talked about, let's just explain what the heck's going on. Let's identify some planning opportunities. Um, but also in the middle is like, you got to make sure there were no mistakes. 
Mm. Yeah, so a qualified charitable distribution is a great example. So that's a tax-free withdrawal from an IRA. Um, and basically, if you give the money directly to a charity, you have to be a 70 and a half or older. But if you give money directly to a charity from the IRA, you can't write yourself a check and then write a check. It's got to go straight from the IRA. That's a tax-free withdrawal, and which is great. That's fantastic because I never had to pay tax on that money. So for people already giving to charity, it's a great deal. However, um, you got it. If you didn't mark it right on the tax return, it never happened. So that's the problem. Is like you can work with a financial advisor, and they do they they're giving you great advice, and you're doing all the right things. But if it doesn't get enshrined on the tax return itself, if that handover to the tax preparer didn't happen right, sorry, it didn't happen. You still paid tax on that thing, and so that's a common mistake. And so that's a, that's kind of like. You, you talked about where in the calendar, like it, it's a year long thing, right? Because I get a tax return in in May. It's like, hey, thanks. You finished your 2022 return. Let's review it and look for any opportunities. But I got to, but then I'm going to do my tax planning towards the end of 2023. We're in 2023 now. Next spring, we got to make sure the stuff we did this year got captured in the tax return. And suddenly we're back on that cycle again. So that's why it's also great to be working on a relationship based on a relationship basis with a financial advisor. So they know how did these what are these handoffs across the year to make sure things are getting picked up. So long answer anyway, that when you're retired, there are a lot of pitfalls and we can plan for those and we can we can guide clients in the right direction to make sure we get take advantage of the opportunities there, but we also need to make sure that we're not making mistakes or making dumb mistakes, especially on the tax returns. Oh, no, I think you, you hit on two key things that, that we really focus on here at Artisan. One is that integration with the tax preparer, right? So mm -hmm. actually our last episode was with the tax preparer, right? And we Great. were talking to them directly about how do our clients get prepared, right? So it's over. The year is it's in the barn, right? The hay is there, but we still got to report it correctly. And where, what are those challenges, right? Like you said, getting our documentation right. And so often there is this disconnect, right? Because some good planning may have been done, but then maybe the documents from the record keeper didn't come out correctly, right? right. And so they're, they're coded incorrectly. So if I'm ignorant to what I was trying to do and I didn't know what the plan was, I just put that document into uh, TurboTax or something like that. And I get the outcome. And yes. I didn't even know that an error was made. I was actually having that discussion with one of my clients yesterday. He was going back through and it was a complicated scenario where that is actually a railroad retiree. Oh, and yeah. they have a very unique tax situation because of, of the integration of their social security and their pension benefit and how that blends together. And we were just discussing that. And then, you know, how uh, with some of these various changes in the tax rules over the last couple of years, there's some some software sometimes can make some errors. So we got to review, got to make sure it was right. And then the other thing that you, you hit on that so well is I've got, I've got someone I'm working with right now who is going to turn 65 this year. And in his head, you know, all of the money that's, he, you know, tax deferred, it's in those retirement accounts. He didn't want to spend it. He's got this other money that he wants to spend. And that's, as you know, a, can be potentially a great strategy, right? Because it'll dramatically lower his income tax during this time. And he's used to being a pretty high wage earner. And, but if he does that, then he's going to drain that non-tax deferred money over the next several years. And and then he's like, then, you know, and I'm like, well, then your tax bracket in those other years is going to be much higher <laughs> than yes. it is now. And so we need to blend these things together. And so that's what I love about some of the, can you talk about some of the visual diagrams and things that you've put into your software? Because 
you know, I, I might love a spreadsheet, but I know that it's hard sometimes for my clients to just look at a bunch of numbers and get something valuable out of it. And I know one of the things I looked at was you had a little chart and a graph that showed where income levels were and when I hit certain tax brackets and maybe how you developed that and why, why that's so sure. powerful and important. Yeah. So, I mean, uh, we, we talked a lot about backward looking, looking at a tax return, which is you're kind of looking at a snapshot of what last year was. But as financial planners, our job is to come up with a plan. What's, what are we going to do this year and in years to come? And there are both immediate tactical moves we can make on taxes, and then there are strategic type moves we can make. And an immediate tactical move would be an example that was would be, um, well, like the one I talked about, the qualified charitable distribution. Like, hey, I noticed that you give to charity. Here's a way to do that in a more tax efficient way. Boom immediate tax savings. Another thing though, is when you start talking about that example, that client you were talking about, let's say they're in a, uh, they've got five years of low tax brackets before they hit 70 and they're, then they're going to be in a high tax bracket again. Well, one strategy a lot of advisors use is they'll have clients do Roth conversions and there's not time to do a whole explanation of Roth IRAs and Roth conversions, but just so people know, it's a way of smoothing out the tax burden so that over the, the entirety of your remaining life cycle, you actually are optimizing your taxes. It means paying a little more today, but paying far less in the future, right? And so that's a, that's where a financial advisor doing real analysis is able to help a client through that. And yes, we do have some tools we've developed that allow an advisor to visually determine, okay, how much income should I truly bring into this year? If, if, we've, if we've agreed with the client that we're going to bring income into this year, um, how much should I bring in? Because if you start bringing, let's say we're in the 10% bracket, well, if I bring $5,000 over, maybe I'm in the 12% bracket. If I bring another $50,000 over, I'm in the 20, you know, it starts moving up to the point where maybe I've gone too far. And so we have a visualization that allows advisors to get just as far as they need to go without going any higher and avoiding some gotchas like social security gets taxed at different levels based on what your income is. Your ability to deduct medical expenses changes based on what your total income is. Again, you can go into a lot of detail on this stuff. This is why advisors are advisors. They love this stuff more than most people. But yes, we give advisors the tools to kind of try to navigate the, the complexity of that so they can come back to the client and say, okay, I not only have we decided that we're going to try to do a Roth conversion this year to make sure we've optimized your tax bill over your lifetime, but also I've done the analysis and I think I'm making up a number. You need to do $41,000 of Roth conversion this year because that's optimal and it keeps you in this lower bracket. Like that, those are the sorts of tools that advisors who are investing in the type of advice they give, it allows them to give that level of advice to their clients. Right. And and that's really exactly what we utilize this for. So, you know, you, you don't know everything that we do yet at Artisan, but we're very uh, big. We use this little simple diagram with everybody. It looks like a tic-tac-toe board mm -hmm. and uh, everybody goes, how can I go? I can explain every one of your financial decisions in this little three by three tic-tac-toe board. And on row one is when do you need the money? Right. So when we determine your income needs, right. Then we've got to go into level two of the tic-tac-toe board. And this is our tax planning discussion where we talk about money can really only be in three places. It's either in a taxable account, a tax deferred account, or a tax-free account. I said, those yep. are really the only three places it can be. And, and I said, not a trick question. Where do you want it? And everybody looks at me still like I'm trying to trick them. <laughs> and they go, they go tax-free? And I go, of course, tax-free, tax-free is better than tax-deferred and taxable, right? Because I get to keep more of the wealth that's generated. 
And so it's really hard sometimes for people to understand that and to make sure that they're not um, missing out on that simplicity. And that's where your tool fits in is to help us figure that out over that time horizon of when they're needing it, then the where it's located. Then eventually we do got to discuss the how to invest it, which is the bottom line of it. But we got to do those first three, you know, when, then the next three of where. And this is where this tool really helps us because it can balance out the wares, right? Not all the money needs to be in one tax category. It needs to be appropriate for what you're trying to accomplish. So that's where we use this tool and how we see it fitting in with our clients is to helping them visualize and understand that, help it translate it. Um, and we're, we're really looking forward to using that more and more with our clients. So it, what it, you know, uh, we're going to ask kind of, you know, how the listeners out there can, can find you, obviously they can use your software through us, but maybe, uh, kind of as a final takeaway here for our listeners today, kind of, what do you, what gets you the most excited when you think about Holista plan and, and the impact that's having? Well, um, honestly, when I was a financial advisor, you know, I had a total of 80 clients and I, you know, I worked really hard for them and I got to know them. And I, like I said, I think financial planning is a super uh, valuable and noble profession. I really believe that it wasn't right for me, but now I'm in a position where I get to help advisors serve their clients and serve more clients. And um, so that's what gets me up every day is just knowing that there's people getting richer financial planning, uh, something I think is really valuable. And so that's what I love doing that. I love talking with advisors like you, Brett, and hearing uh, the great work you're doing for your, your clients. Um, that's, that's what inspires me every day, honestly, is, is people like you who do great work for your clients. Well, awesome. Uh, our clients, uh, kind of know how to find us, but for those of you that are listening for the first time that have found us out there, you know, you can always come and find us at our website, which is a whole mouthful. It's www.artisanwealthstrategies.com. That's the best way to find us. And actually some of these tools you'll find directly on our website and get a chance to, to do that. Other things that you'll see coming up as we're actually doing taxes and retirement workshops. So if you have an opportunity to do that, you'll see our, our schedule there. Our goal is to eventually get those uh, webinars actually recorded and out there on our website as well. But that that's going to be a little while. We're, we're technologically savvy, but technologically challenged as well. I'm still trying to learn how to use all this great stuff and, uh, and make sure that our clients are getting these experiences. So uh, thanks for listening to this episode. Well, thank you, Roger. And thank you, Brett. We do appreciate uh, you taking the time to come and speak with us today, Roger. So thank you for joining us today. And please like, follow, and share this podcast. Until next time, I'm Wendy McConnell. Thank you for listening to Handcrafting Your Retirement. Visit our website at www.artisanwealthstrategies.com or give us a call at 317-660-2855. And don't forget to click the follow button to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Artisan Wealth Strategies. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning. Securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC.